Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. This episode of the 239 Uncensored Podcast is proudly sponsored by Florida Pro Realty. If you are buying, selling, renting, or in need of property management, please give us a call or visit our website at www.floridaprorealty.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome to 239 Uncensored, everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we have Mayor Bill Barnett. It's always mayor to you. Uh, you are always mayor to me. I and I love it. I, I got to be former mayor, retired mayor, old mayor. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know whatever it works. But somebody's going to, you know, get on our case. Like, He's not the mayor anymore. Yeah. Well, I am to a yeah. lot of people. Well, to me, you and are. You. And, yeah. and, and and I know what that feels like because I work at, worked at the sheriff's office for right. 31 years. So well, people still call, you still call me, yeah, deputy, chief, sergeant, whatever. Right. And I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, because you don't lose your title. I mean, you know, it's like people people calling me mayor. It's because I get to keep my title. And guess what? You earned it. And you and I think you probably you can correct me if I'm wrong. Have you been the mayor the most times of anybody yeah. that's ever been the mayor? Yeah, I'm the longest standing mayor in the history of Naples. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know what that paid me? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Big zero. Yeah. But you know what though? You know, it's it's kind of cool to know that you are you have been involved in and we talked about it last time we had the podcast you've been involved in in pretty much everything naples and and it's not just a normal city naples is unbelievable no matter where you go somebody's like oh naples well it's true i mean um but i don't know you know i'm i'm feeling um man, i want to come on the show today you know shoot the breeze with you about what's going on down there you got an election coming up you know, and uh, yeah, and I mean, we're, I, I'm feeling uncomfortable, okay, about the city in general, about the, about the city council, about the fact that my buddy Gary Price is not going to run again, you know, and uh, you got five candidates. Yeah, and that's why, you know, for three seats. That's why I called you, you know, I said, yeah. hey, Bill, let's, let's give, give us a little rundown of the climate and the politics and things that are going on in general in the city. Right. Just give us, you know, myself and the listener, a little bit of a rundown of what is happening. And we've been friends for a long time. So, you know, just let it go. Let it rip. Yeah. I mean, you want to start somewhere, we'll, we'll start with city managers. Okay. I mean, we've had, I, I worked with some of the greatest city managers and you knew a couple of them. I, I okay? have, yes. And, and they lasted, you know, five, six, seven, eight years. All right. Now we've had four city managers in eight months. Okay. Well, we're on our we have our fire chief as our interim city manager right now. Why is it, though? <laughs> I know you're going to get to it, but why is it? It's because of the city council and because of their disruptiveness and because the mayor wants to control every damn thing there is to control. And the charter says you can't do that. That's not your job. Your job is to set policy. She kind of knows into everything. And, the, and she's got council members that follow her, you know, like sheep. And uh, so uh, fired the greatest attorney firm, one of the best in Naples, Collier County in the state of Florida. They got rid of them. Okay. Um, 
They hire this this new firm that doesn't like to litigate. They settle. They're settlers. You know. So that costs people money. It costs you money. It yeah. Costs me money. Yeah. But I don't think the citizens of Naples know that. They're gonna. It'll come back to bite them. Okay. Instead of litigating a case, all right, they just as soon settle it, and uh, and walk from it or whatever. And then they say, oh yeah, everything is resolved. It's settled. It's like, man, that case should have been litigated, but they didn't have anybody to litigate. We're probably the biggest city they've ever represented. And of course, the mayor had to do with that also because she kind of handpicked and uh, uh, they sold her bill of goods and she bought it. And um, I've never even met them, but I see what they do. And then, you know, what else is going on? So they had a good city manager. His name was Charles Chapman. Right. I hired him. Okay. I, I say we, the council that I was on then before, before uh, uh, she got an office, I hired him. Bright young guy, 39 years old, smart, came out of Henry County, was a Henry County manager. Um, she couldn't get along with him. And then um, started being disruptive, you know, with council and everything else. And so they figured out, well, you know, maybe we ought to give him his walking papers. But he was smart. He wrote himself a beautiful contract, all right, so yeah. that he allowed for the fact that this is just, if it's not working and everything, and they want to get rid of me or whatever, I'm going to walk out of here with a nice package, which he did. Then they get um, an interim manager, and they're Dana. You know Dana, yep. Susan. Yeah, I do. Dana is a terrific guy. You couldn't ask for a better guy. He'd been working, he'd been working for the city for quite a few years. Bill Moss hired him when he was back right. So Dana one day says to me, we were talking on the phone, and he says, I don't know how much longer I can take this because she, she Heitman, was in and out of his office every day. They were having screaming matches in there. Finally, he says, this is it. I, I can't. Very unprofessional this. setting all the way around. Oh, all the, all way, the around. way around. But the people can see that, you know, and they're saying, what, what, what's going on down there? So you got an election coming up. Um, they got P.T. Maria, who is yeah, one of just, the best. Yeah, He is the interim manager now. He's a fire chief, but of course he switched over. And I, I believe that he's got in his contract, if it doesn't work out for him being the interim city manager, he can go back and be fire chief. Right, right. So, And he's doing the best that he can, but... You know, to be a city manager, you have to really know everything about everything. Ins and outs. Ins and outs. Budgets, personnel, HR. It's right. it's it's a you're running the show. Comprehensive package. See, that you, that's that's what that's what the issue is. Okay, um, if the council would let the city manager do his job, okay, things would be great. Would have been great with Dana. Would have been great with Charlie. Okay, but no, they got to micromanage. And so now with this election coming up February 1st, you got three seats open because Gary, he just, he couldn't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. He got outvoted, you know, every time. And Gary probably knew more than any of them there. Right. So now you got to make a decision and the, the, it's getting ugly, of course, because you got a month to go and, uh, you got a couple of new candidates in there and, uh, gets really interesting. You got two incumbents and three new, ca three new candidates. 
And you have five people running for three, five running three, for three, three, right? Five running and that's going to, that, that election's on February 1st. Right. Right. Right around the corner. Yeah. Right around the corner. And you know, you got, again, we have pandemic again, yeah. you know, um, what's going to happen with that? Well, you're going to get the voters to vote, you know, absentee ballots are going out. Um, and, uh, I think a lot of people will vote absentee, but then they sell this bill of goods, Tim, that it's like, they're going to do this and they're going to do that. And, Today, interesting, I'm here today. So you heard of Naples Better Government. That's our yes. organization. 30 years they've been in Naples. They are the only nonpartisan political group around, okay? And so we, I'm on that. Uh, they used to, I used to be on the other side when I was mayor. They'd interview me and whatever, and they asked really good questions. So today, uh, we had our interviews today. Two candidates don't show up. Really? Okay, yeah. Terry Hutchison, the incumbent, one of the incumbents, right? He doesn't show up and he was invited. And this is nonpartisan. This is like this chances is you're to put yourself out there and just talk. Partisan. Exactly. Right, right. Like we're doing today. Yeah. We're not talking. No, no about, threats. You know. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, no, none whatsoever, no. Bill. No, right. No. Where's my sponge okay, uh, nerf gun? Tim, we are good to go here. We are good. Yeah, no, nonpartisan. Uh, we'll we'll come back to that. Yeah. Later. So Hutchinson at first said yes. Then he tells uh, Sally Tiffany, who's the president. Um, then the, she reached out again. Are you sure? What they said? No, I, I can't do it. He didn't give a reason why. He just said, no, I, I can't be there that day. Then you got a new candidate, and her, her name is uh, Beth uh, Fortuno. I better look at it because I've never met her, believe it or not. But um, she's a, she was a GE executive, Beth Petronoff. Okay? okay, I don't want to get her name wrong. Right. Okay, and um, she's coattailed on. Uh, she's from um, Connecticut, worked for GE for quite a few years. There's a lot of empty space there in between. But she advertises on her brochure, three generations of Naples. Okay, well, She hasn't been in Naples for three generations. She's lived here about two years. Okay, and grandfather, um, parents, well, who knows? Who, yeah, right, you know, right. Yeah. But um, and keeps mixing up things that get said, right? Um, three generations of, of even even says on the on her uh, brochure, yeah, three generations of family in Naples. That's not her, right? Right, right. She's been here. Definitely years. misleading, I would she, think. I would say that's misleading. I would say that last time she voted in 2020 in New Canaan, Connecticut. Hmm. Okay, so. There's just all kinds of things that are the, the usual politic election stuff, which shouldn't happen in Naples, okay, because they spread stories about the candidates. They tell truths and untruths. Maybe you could say to me, well, that's just the way politics is. You know, if that's the country we live in today, that's what goes on. Right? We shouldn't accept that, though. I don't, I don't accept it no, at no, all. That's, and, um, shouldn't accept that. It's frustrating as hell. It really is. Um, one example... You know who you know Terry Hutchison. Yes. Yeah. So he's an incumbent. So there was a big deal down in Port Royal about a boat that was about eight feet over the length that it could be. All right. Went to court. Council. Uh, the city of Naples uh, turned him down. Said no. They came for a variance. No. Uh. Uh. Guy takes us to court. Okay. And it drags on. Uh, you change councils. And it's moving up the ranks in court. Okay, we lose one, win one. Long story short, uh, Terry switches his vote 
he votes for the guy to just forget about the ordinance or the over the length, votes for him. About two weeks later, if you look at his campaign contributions, $10,000 from different relatives of this gentleman in his account, okay? It doesn't say anything, but it certainly does say something. Let the voters look at that and figure it out for themselves, all right? It's not nice stuff. We have an obligation as, I mean, I'm a, I'm a county resident, so I'm not a city right. resident. However, however, no one really knows the difference from out of town, right? So, Correct. so my, my thing is the way that Naples city government is run doesn't maybe directly impact me, but it really does. Does that make sense? So when you have this whole debacle going on and, and things that are just being basically the integrity of the system is problematic that leads to problems i mean it, it's just it's just for for someone who they that works so hard to keep the integrity together all these years right. it's got to be disheartening and I, I know that's why you want to get your voice out well it is disheartening and then you know you took i hear more from people like i'll be in public okay and somebody will come up to me and say hey mayor when are you coming back? And I said, I'm not going there, okay? You know, she's got two more years to go, all right? So um, then they say, how come these meetings run so long? And I just smile, and I say, you know, they're running 10-hour meetings, 11-hour meetings uh, for, for city council and because they can't get anything done. Now, they'll tell you, oh, we've got so many wonderful projects that we're working on that it takes us that long. There's no leadership. Okay, there is no leadership and uh, they can't seem to get the agendas right. So the mayor says, nope, we'll be out of here by four o'clock today, 730 at night. They're still going. You know, from working as as sheriff, as deputy, as moving up the ranks, you can only go so many hours before your mind goes Lulu, right? Yeah, I mean, bonkers. Yeah, you, yeah, bonkers, you can't yeah. concentrate. Yeah. And it's goes back to just what you were talking about. It's the integrity. It's the things that they need to fix and they can't seem to get them fixed. And I'll tell you what the bottom line is. So I don't, we don't go into dinner hour here. No. But the, the, the bottom line is they are now looking for another city manager. The city managers have a network, just like the sheriff's department has networks. You guys got connections all over the country, okay? Um, City managers and county managers have a network amongst themselves throughout the whole state of Florida. Now, everybody knows. Well, everybody knows. And so all of a sudden you see this job listing posting. We've got a search firm. Okay. They hired a search firm and, and there's nobody wouldn't want to live in Naples. I mean, other than the fact that it's expensive as hell, but you're going to pay for it. You know, city managers get yeah, they good get, bucks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so they, the first thing they're going to do, if it's you, right, and you're working up in somewhere in northern Florida and you see this, man, I've always wanted to go down there and live in Naples. You're a smart guy, great credentials, okay, um, references up the gazoo. I mean, the best, right? Right. And you say, well, I wonder what's going on down there. So what do you do? You pick up the phone and you go call the former city manager, Charlie Chapman, okay, or Dana, all right? Say, hey. Whoa, you know, whoa, you, whoa, whoa, whoa. You were only there for... <laughs> Charlie, you were there for, for, for two years. Uh, what's the deal? Okay. They can smell it out that there's something wrong. And then all they got to do is go on and all they have to do is go on and watch a couple of the meetings. 
They say, wow. But city managers have their own kind of uh, thought waves, like they can fix anything, okay? Because they're good, right? right? And they can. But if you don't, if I don't let you do your job, there is a line there, okay? I'm the mayor, you're the city manager, and you come in as a new city manager. First thing I, I would always do, and I didn't work with that many of them because they stayed on, is here's a yep. fine line right here. I know where my boundaries are. I'm not going to call one of your directors and say, hey, can you tell me whatever? I'm going to call you and say, hey, Tim, can I speak to, 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 to Bob over in utilities about a question I have? And you'll say, yeah, of course you can, Mayor, or I'll get you the answer. And they don't do that. And they ran these city managers out because the, the mayor was in and out of that office five times a day. She wants this. She wants that. A council member wants something, goes directly to the department head. Department head can't do their job that the city manager is saying what you do and what you don't do. When council members... There's a chain of command. It's a well, process. Well, you got it. You know that it's better a than Yeah, no, and, I, and I just want to reaffirm. You, yeah. No, you, yeah. Who knows better than you? Yeah. It is a chain of command. And what happens if you break the chain of command? It's, it messes everything up. It go, it, everything goes the, the wrong way. Right. You know, and it's like... Small things, maybe, but when, you know, problem is, is that it gets to be convoluted when, when I, I just can't even imagine like a, a city council member going to a department head of water right. and start mingling into that stuff. Well, and it's, it's going to be, I feel bad for the well, situation. Let's say it's coming up on the agenda. There's a water, water related issue coming up on the agenda. Okay. And maybe I, as a city councilman, uh, don't understand it. And so the first thing I want to do is go to my city manager and say, uh, Tim, can you, or Mr. City Manager, will you help me with this? It's on next week's agenda. I've read as much as I can of it, but I don't understand this. Can you explain? And I'll say, let's get the director and uh, we'll have a little powwow. We'll get him to explain it to you. We're good. I'm not going to him unless, because maybe you could answer it and say, hey, I know what the answer is. Yeah, let me, but, let me, yeah, let me know. This is one question that I've been wanting to ask you. From my understanding, and I, and I don't know city government as well, but I, I believe the city government in Naples, the mayor is, you guys have a, a weak mayor system? With, yeah. Usually it's that case when you have a city manager. Is that correct? That is correct. And, and when we say weak, it's not like that's just a term. It's not like you're weak. And I think from what I understand is that whole process has been all jacked up. If you're a strong city manager, uh, Fort Myers. Yeah, okay. right, exactly. You, you're a strong, I mean, strong mayor. you're a strong mayor. I'm right. sorry. You're a strong mayor. You run everything. You run all the departments. You're the chair. Correct. Weak system. You have a city manager that runs all the departments. If you look at our charter, this might surprise you. And I say, I want to run for city council. What are my responsibilities? It is to make and set policy. That's it. Okay. You make policy. You set the policy. You, Mr. City Manager, carry out our policy. Yeah, and that, that's it. That's very, very simple. It's in the charter. But I, but I think what happens is, like, okay, for instance, the mayor, right, looks at the term weak mayor and thinks it's literally weak mayor. So now you have to be strong. It's, well, but it's not set up that way. She, she understands very clearly it's the power angle. Um, if you, she, if the, the city manager... She's looking for a city manager that will do what she wants he her or her to do. Right. The agenda, her agenda. 
okay? And that's the start of it. But then when you take the council, okay, and you have, um, she has a majority on council, all right? So it comes down to a crucial vote or whatever it is, she's gonna get that vote most of the time. And, and it's bad, it's just not good. Um, so that has to change. Now, whether it will or not, I don't know. Gee. Now, let me ask you this. There's going to be people that are going to listen to this podcast. We have like thousands yeah. of listeners, right? They're going to think, oh, Bill's upset. He didn't win the campaign. That ship Explain sailed, that man. ship. <laughs> you well, know? well, listen. And I know better. I'm just, I, I just I, want people I, yeah. to understand it. I, okay, so, so if we backed up two years, okay, um, you're in the middle of the pandemic, all right? Um, the vote is, the, you know, election day is coming up. And, and this is God's honest truth, okay? Because I was never, I was never bitter about it. When it happened, it happened. That's the way it goes, okay? So the day after the election, I lose the election, and I'm, I walk a lot, so I'm taking a walk, and I see one of my neighbors. And he says, man, that's, that's tough that you lost. You shouldn't have lost that. And I said, hey, worked as hard as I could. I didn't get elected. That's all. He says, well, I'm feeling really bad. And I said, why? He says, you see all your signs in my neighbor's yards? And I say, yeah. He says, well, they felt so confident that you, could that you would win that they never voted. That's, and I just looked at him, and I smiled, and I said, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, people were saying that to me the whole campaign. You won't lose. Are you kidding me? And I said, don't say that to me, okay? You have to vote. You have to yeah. be and complacent pandemic, you know. So it happened. Yeah. But me coming on your show today or in the future or whatever is because it's like my wife, Chris, said. Is because you care and we care. And we hate to see something that I served 16 years as mayor and 12 years on city council. And I hate to see that slowly getting rotten from the inside out. Yeah. Well, you know what's strange about it though, right? So like when you, when you go through maybe some personnel changes, that's gonna. That's probably gonna happen, right? But when you go through as many changes and so many people are Leaving. saying the same things over and over, and I've had a chance to talk to some of your your folks that, uh, you know, public safety members that they work, you know, work there. They're like, listen, we we can't get we can't get anything that we're we're trying to get because it's now you're talking up. about a current issue, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, you guys. But you're you you mentioned two things there. The first one is we're losing employees. Okay? I mean, we're losing key employees. They're leaving because they can't take the pressure that's coming from the negative top. pressure. Negative pressure right. from the top. They can't get their jobs done. They, the public, there's some great jobs out there in the public. Okay, so we're losing employees, and the second part of that scenario is you can't replace them. Uh, because they don't want to come to work. Now, talk about your, your PD and your, your, your first responders. Yeah. So, what's happening? Yeah, Where those, so, I've had a, you know, a couple of very good conversations, a um, couple very good conversations with them, and basically what they're telling me, and it's not a lot of money, but from my understanding is there, there are some monies that they could be getting them, giving them a little bit more. And, and, and these public safety guys are not looking for, a huge amount. What they're looking for is number one, people to care, people to identify them, and have people understand that these guys are one of the major reasons that Naples is the way it is. 
we've always had a safe community, whether it be the sheriff's office, whether it be the city, work hand in hand. The problem is these guys are all leaving. They're going to other agencies. Right. And they're, they're going to Cape Coral. How easy is that to do? So Carmine up there. In yeah, Myers, he's like, he's like right? pulling people hey, listen, out. He, he's he's like, got opened an open application on his desk, right? So someone, yeah. somebody told me that, uh, that in RPD, okay, it's like we're a training ground, okay? Um, because these guys are just not making what they should be making. I heard, and fire department as well, okay, the fire guys. Okay, there was an engineer position over in the fire department. They did a pay classification study, $23,000 under what he should be making. 23000 Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what came back. So, and, and to live in Collier County, it doesn't have to be in the city. Right. It's so expensive here. These are, somebody made a, a remark today that you'll really appreciate. They said we were, we were talking and it was, about, uh, it was about how many employees the city had, was losing the first responders and everything else. And the remark to today, as of this morning, came out and said, well, the sheriff's department is down 142 employees. You know what the answer was? Sheriff's department is huge. That, is, that might be about normal for them, okay? That's your... We're not comparing the sheriff's department to the city of Naples, okay, where we had 73 people and we were down 30 or whatever that number that's is. That's a huge number. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying to compare the two. I said, no, that, that's, that's not working. So the bottom line is, you, you're right. You said it right off the bat. If the city were broke, okay, that's one thing. And public safety, when I started before you were born in 1984, <laughs> first year on council. Okay. I was going to high school. I was in high school. High school. Junior in high school. Junior. <laughs> My first year as a rookie on city council, I ran on public safety because I had an old Tammany Hall politician as a campaign manager, and he said, listen, he said, listen, young man, he said, this is 1984. Naples is coming up. It's starting to, you know, flourish. People are going to live here because they want to feel safe and they have a safe environment. And I never got off that. Every campaign, everything I ran, it was public safety is number one. And it still should be. But the reason that there's an issue saying that, they might, the candidates might mean it, but damn, council better step up and write the check and get an agreement. And I'm not talking about a one-year contract with PD or with fire or whatever. Give these guys what they, what they deserve. And, and, when and Marco gals. Island is making more, uh, their PD is making more than ours, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with Marco no. Island. I love Marco Island. It's, yeah. But there's something wrong with that picture. Yeah. What people don't understand is when right now currently, and I understand it very well, you can go down on Fifth Ave South in Naples, Florida, and on any given night, I just get back from New York City, totally different scenario. Yeah, it's it's not really apples to apples, but, <laughs> but the point I'm trying to make is you can go down to Naples and you can walk from one end to the other, and you get this feeling over yourself that this is like paradise. This is right. beautiful. Right. But what happens is if you slowly allow that to erode, just a little, it's the, the broken window theory, right? Correct. So... Instead of having five guys on ship that night or gals, members, it's staff, happening. yeah, you, you have four, okay? Well, you might be able to get through that night with the four, okay? Well, what happens if someone calls in sick? Now you got three. And what happens if there's a car crash up by Coastal Center Mall? Now you have 
two that are going to handle the car crash. Now you only have, maybe only have one officer that's available for the whole city. You know what? You just wrapped up the whole thing. That's exactly what is happening. Yeah. And some of the guys have told yeah. me, and some of the guys have said to me, so here's what happens. They want to have an event on Fifth Avenue South, then you got to have barricades up, okay? Yeah. And then you got to have enough officers, you know this better than me, to be able to cover the crowds. Well, we're not going to be able to do that. So they're not going to be able to have the event, and it's going to be that trickle-down effect, and it's happening right now. Yeah. You said it. We need to wake up. You know, we need to wake up. And, and people in the county can say this. If you do nothing but tell a friend that lives in the city who they need to vote for, that's all we're asking you That's to do. Right. So just tell a friend. I'm, I'm involved because, listen, nobody says, hey, uh, you know, North Naples is a cool place. They do say it, but, but it's always in Naples. So right. when you're in Naples and something bad happens in Naples, in the city limits of Naples, that's what gets projected. So we cannot afford to allow that to happen. If, if we have problems in the city of Naples, that's our heart. Right. That's that's the heart to our body. Right. Okay. So when that starts to be damaged, it's right. gonna damage the whole Collier County. Right. The whole the whole community. Right. So if you don't live in the city, don't just say oh, that's not my problem. You need to call somebody. So all you folks that are living in the county, call somebody in the city and say, Hey, this is I, I need to step in here and this is who you need to, you know, elect. Well, it affects, you know, and if county residents, a lot of them, a lot of city residents don't even have a clue whether they're living in the city or living in the county. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. honestly, I, yeah. I would be willing to tell County people, too. Say that, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Say, yeah, oh. I live, we get the calls all, every day, right? Um, I got a problem, and, and my admin would say, okay, sir, where, where do you live? And say, uh, 57th Street, Southwest Golden Gate. Well, you don't, you don't live in the city. Well, yes, I do. Well, I have a Naples address. Yes, like, okay. <laughs> try, try, try and explain that. You know, yeah, right, that right, it's, right. That it's cut off. But you're, you're, you're a hundred percent correct. That is what we don't want to see. And that's when I say that it's deteriorating. But the average citizen is not going to see that until it happens. <clears throat> what happens is let's let's kind of equate it to like your water heater at your house, right? Okay. So <laughs> you, it, it works fine, right? When you get yeah. up in the morning. You're just so happy you get your warm water, right. you got your shower, right? And then, then the next day it might not be as hot, right? And then, then one day it just goes up, yeah. It's and cold. it's too, it's too late. It's right. cold. So that's we have one or two incidents in our city. Those taxpayers and those people that come visit aren't going to come here anymore. And you know it as well as I do. People come to Naples because of the safety, security, the beauty, right? If that starts to erode and we allow it to erode, we're going to be in, in terrible shape here. Well, and it is happening. Yeah. And can you give us like what, I mean, I know we talked about some people that are upset, but what, what are you seeing that's happening? Well, I'm seeing half of the things that we talked about yeah. today. I'm seeing the lack of management with the city. I'm not talking about Pete Maria. He's, he's awesome. I mean, right. I know you're not I'm like, talking about in general, Okay, those are going to be the little things. Those are the little things that are happening. Um, an event. Now, the normal person is not going to see that, but that event never happened because they didn't have the workforce to be able to do it. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I see it probably more than anybody else, but it is happening out there. So the only way to fix this, I'm going to give you a very short, quick 
they need to find a city manager and they need to pledge, and I say they, the city council needs to pledge. Mr. Jurette, you are, congratulations, you're our new city manager. We will leave you alone. Do your job. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. 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 He can't have just, he's got to be able to do that. Yeah, let, let him do that. I think that, I, but, but how do you, how do you control somebody that's, the mayor or a city councilman that, you know, once they put you in that spot, how do you, well, Charlie, it's respect. tried and he was as respectful as could be. But when you don't like somebody or you don't like a decision they make and you think, well, I'm the elected official and I should have the final say on this, you're going to get a vote on it. Okay. You just can't do that. You hire a city manager. Look, Bill Moss was with us for what? Seven years. Richard Wood. Great guy. Bill. Oh, he is yeah. a great guy. Yeah. Um, Richard Woodruff, who I started with in 1996. Coaches kids in football. Okay, yeah. so there you go. I mean, you couldn't <clears throat> ask for better. He was respect. He earned the respect of his staff. And right now, our staff is in a turmoil because they don't have a city manager. I mean, I'm, again, I'm a not... ship without a captain at this point. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you have an interim, okay? And yeah. Pete is super. Yeah. Um, but... They need someone that they can go to. Okay? They need someone that knows their department and knows what they can do. And when I said respect, I don't mean it from it's respect from the city manager to the city council necessarily. It's respect for the position and understanding what a city council member is supposed to do versus right. trying to mingle. Like, I'll give you an example. I, I was the chief of operations for the sheriff's office. I had six districts. I had, at one point, I had over seven or 800 people. If somebody, if somebody had an issue with a deputy, I don't call that deputy. Right. I call, I call the captain who then calls the lieutenant. Right. Who then calls the sergeant. The chain of command. Unless, yeah, the chain of command. Unless it merits like, hey, I need to, I need to have you come down. But, right. it, it, but it never did that. It never did that. Right. There has to be that flow. And I will tell you that it doesn't always go that way, but. I would say 95%. There's got to be that flow. So everybody in that process needs to understand how that works. There is a chart. Really, really <laughs> simple chart. Hey, starts with the public. There's a reason, Public's right? number one. Yeah. Okay, then it goes down, you know, yeah. mayor, city manager, whatever. Yeah. But you got to let the city manager do his or her job. And everything all of a sudden starts to smooth out. Hey, the staff is happy. <clears throat> the morale at the city sucks right now. I hate to put it that way. Let me ask you this one question sure. before, we, before we go. When you became, because we have a first-term mayor. Right. Heitman, right? When you first became the mayor, how much did you really know about the inner workings of the, the city anyway? So how could you possibly get involved with all that shit? Well, that, well so that's your answer. But I, when I first became mayor, I had served on council. Okay. So you knew something. Well, I knew from a council person, but right. all of a sudden you're on the other side of that fence. You're the mayor. And I remember that first day like it was today. I remember because Richard Woodruff was the city manager and he came in that morning. We came in the office that morning and looking around and I said, Richard, he says, don't worry, mayor. I'll help you along. Okay? You're, like, yeah. you're like, you got it. I'll, I'll help. He said, I'll help you along. And if you ever have a problem, he says, you come to me and whatever. And so I've learned from the best. I had great mentors. Yeah. So that's it. So I just want to tell you before we... Yeah, let's... let's we, we got the election coming up. Yeah, we got the election coming up. And this morning, I'll tell you, we um, 
Naples Better Government, we had our interviews, uh, and we liked Ian Rudnick. Yes, Ian. Great guy. Oh, I like Ian. Solid. Yeah. Solid. City of Naples PD, yeah. 17 years. Yeah, very good guy. He's a good guy. An incumbent, Ray, Ray Christman, who's a solid, he's just a solid guy. He understands the issues, um, and uh, we, we selected him. And then um, another uh, beginner, so to speak, who's probably never been in local government, um, and it's uh, John Dugan. Okay. Um, and those are the three that we selected. Okay. Now, whether they now there's going to be a lot of flack from the old Naples people because they definitely don't like Dugan. Right. Okay? They do like Crispin. We don't know what they think about Ian, but Ian's got great credentials. Yeah. And he's a super guy. He's smart. He's young. He lives in the city. You that's know? a that's a home run right there. Just it's having a, that. It's yeah. a home run. He's got a five year old daughter. He's uh, you know he he is what that generation really wants to see in there. Yeah, you know, uh, some young blood who's smart and and uh, decisive, and so that's our choices. They're not even out yet. One more time, yeah. go over the choices. Ian Rudnick. Ian Rudnick, know him well. Okay, Ray Chrisman. Ray. Right, and John Dugan. Okay, John Dugan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, you might have heard it first on. What if we? What if we don't live in the city? And we've yeah. talked about it before. What if we don't live in the city and we're sitting back going, "That ah, doesn't really matter to me." What do we got to do? Well, it's we got to matter. Let me tell you. Tell I, some I, people, I, right? I, I know we're short on time, so let me just no. say this. So I, when I was running, a lot of times somebody would say, well, I'd support you, but I live in the county, okay? And I'd say, well, let me ask you a question. You, do you use uh, Naples, City of Naples? Do you like the restaurants on Fifth Avenue South? Yeah. You want to keep going there? Yeah. Then you need to support me. Write me a check, okay? And they say... Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good idea. I didn't think about that. County people love the city. Absolutely. And so they have to be involved with... Everybody knows somebody that lives in the city, Whether if you live in the county. Yep. You know someone that lives in the city. Absolutely. So you're going to say, hey, I, I like this guy, Tim Jarrett. Okay, I like this guy, Ian Rudnick. Okay, please vote for him for me. Okay, he's going to keep Naples the way we want it. That's it. Simple. And I think the point two I'm trying to make is it's like we talked about the heartbeat of the county is the city of Naples right if the heart is not running or operating properly right. everything else goes to shit right and that's yeah, honest to God it's true it does you know and we need some people that can understand what's going on with public safety understand what's going on with the city manager situation and the police and fire okay yeah. I, I tell you what if, if we came in here and you said I'll tell you what Bill uh, we are 239 uncensored today, and you have three minutes. What are your top three things that you want? I want my first responders, okay? I want them to get paid what they should be paid, okay? Public safety. That's what it's big all, check. That's big check mark yep. right there, okay? That's, that's number one. Number two, I want the city manager to have respect. And the, the council people get elected, understand what their responsibilities are. Read the charter. You set policy. You make and set policy. City manager does all the rest. That's it. Let them do their job. Let them do their job. Check two. Check two. You can pick check three. Check three, I think, is basically just make sure that people, when they come and, and participate in the city manners, it matters, let them 
do it in a way that's professional, right? Because I've heard of some of these city council meetings are like circuses. Well, they are. And it's, it's unprofessional. And do you realize that there's people out there watching the circus? Well, that, I mean, it's crazy. That's what the controversy is. Who wants to be is. in this type of environment? People say, what is going on there? I, 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 couldn't, I had to shut that meeting off. It was terrible. They, they talk a lot and they don't do anything. Yeah. Professionalism. That's all I'm asking. That's that's that would be check three it, for check me. Three. Professionalism. You that's it. it. That's it. I could have done that in two minutes, man, but yeah. I love talking hey, to you. Hey, I know. It's great. Well, Bill, anything else to add? I, I know I want you back here. Um, before the election. Yeah, before the election. You, we'll you've got it. an open, we'll open show. Before the election. Yeah. We'll do a week before. We'll, we'll keep pounding home. We, we want the right things to, you know, to go down. And, well, uh, you we know. do, but <laughs> I, I, I greatly appreciate the fact that at least I, I can't vent anywhere other than here because I got, you know, with, with the Dave Elliott show, okay? You yeah, know, Dave's a great guy. Yeah. But the higher-ups here, no, no, he, he, he can't talk politics anymore. Ah, you know, it's like, hey, uh, you know what? I'm we get out to a lot of people. Well, I'm, I'm comfortable we, here. We get know? out to a lot of people, so it's real good. And then we, you know, we've got everything. And then if, if you have somebody that you'd like to have come on the podcast, let them know. Just give me a call, go through you, however we'll make it happen. It. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. But I don't know if we can get anybody as good as us. Oh, we're the best. I love it. Yay. Thank you, man. Yeah, right. 239, uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And Bill, it was great having you in. And we are out. out. Yes. Please make sure to download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. And don't forget to like and share on social media. This has been a Studio 239 production. That was fun.